Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Pacho, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast, and we are greeted by none other than the great, fabulous, man, myth, legend, Bentley Meadows. Hi, sir. Hello again. Buddy, it is so late. <laughs> I don't even want to know what time it is. Uh, I, like to, I, like to I just now looked. Don't. don't <laughs> I like to trick my brain into it's like 10 30. Oh, perfect. Perfect. In Hawaii. <laughs> Shit. Now my brain's gonna do the math. <laughs> brain's gonna do the math and I'm gonna figure it out. Um yeah, so hopefully we'll have our other guest that's joining us. I'm Mr. D B Cooper. Should I have given it away? I feel like I should have held that a little longer. He could have been a mystery guest and you, you could have asked questions until I guessed. It was him. Yeah, could have. I didn't. Way to go, me. Ruining surprises. So, man, there's um at least quite a few things I can think of, think of right offhand um, to talk about tonight that I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit. I wanted to molest, if you will. But uh, I did just send him. He didn't send me a message back. We were we were being children. We were playing a video game. He probably had to go poop. You know, I, I wouldn't put I wouldn't I wouldn't hold it against him. Wouldn't I needed to. Um so I already talked about all that. Uh one of the big bigger things, well there's a there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about tonight. Um when it has to do with uh Sorry, both of which have to do with a Mr. Alex Jones that I uh, obviously like to include in most of my podcasts. He's one of the bigger sources that I get my news from. Um, him, Epoch Times, excuse me, Summit News, uh, David Icke, um, you know, those kind of fun guys that have been around for a while. Um Man, did you ever hear about uh, Epoch Times? Uh, so they're like big time anti-communists and uh, they've got a branch for their newspaper out in China and it got fucking bombed or firebombed a couple of times, something like that. China does not, I don't even know how they're allowed to have a Epoch Times branch out there. If it is China, maybe it's in Taiwan. But um. And I don't, I don't think I even talked about um, the situation going on with Taiwan and China. I mean, I think I maybe mentioned when uh, Nancy Pelosi flew over there. But, uh, yeah, they're, um, China doesn't like – like the China-Taiwan situation is almost identical to uh, the Ukraine-Russia situation. And I would argue that China is far more of a – adversary to the united states than uh in russia and um man we just have our uh our bought and paid for politicians that you know keep turning a blind eye to china they like to re they like to what's the word deflect reposition target something like that um russia keep the keep the heat off china because china's paying them you know what I mean? Yes, I do. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, yeah, they uh, 
they like to not say bad things about China. Yeah, and China is really racist against black people. Um, <laughs> there's I just because I like to like bring up these um, bring up kind of um, websites with news articles and stuff uh, just to kind of touch on them. There's this one. <laughs> I can't imagine this is for real. Uh, on Infowars, the title being disturbing exclamation point. Trans high school shop teachers ginormous, and then it cuts off. Click on it. It's a picture. Oh my gosh. Ginormous prosthetic. All oh, these ads. Ginormous prosthetic breasts spark backlash. And they aren't fucking around. This dude's fake boobs that he got are massive. It's like a beer gut. It's like a it would be a big beer gut. But it's two big tits and with hard ass nipples and no bra. <laughs> Is that the one I saw where like hanging all the way down to the belly? Yes. Yeah. This fucking dude. I, I have to imagine this guy's trolling. Right? If you look at these pictures, for anybody that's listening, go to Infowars.com. Look at who joined us. Was it in Canada? Um, Because I saw yeah. where a Canadian teacher wore them to school. A male Canadian high school woodshop teacher reportedly going by the name Kayla Lemieux is making headlines for wearing massive prosthetic breasts while teaching children. I guess his real name is Mr. Hannah. Which they would call the dead name. When you call, like if, if you call Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner, then you're essentially dead naming him. They kind of sure. went easy on their, uh, or got lackadaisical with their, their uh, framing or labeling of something and calling it a dead name. It doesn't quite have the same kick as something like homophobe or something, you know. Um, but anywho, yeah, Mr. Hannah has got two massive teats, <laughs> but they're both fake, right? Yes, I think. I mean, I don't, they're gonna I, be fake boobs either way, but they're just a suit. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they're like they can't be, dude. They can't be like um, like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's got to be like that. Yeah, it's got to be two great big old bags that he wears against around his neck. Or something. Maybe maybe Velcro's it on from behind. Maybe it's like a vest. Anywho. Mr. D.B. Cooper, how are you? I already kind of broke the secret. You were going to be oh, on. Oh, man. I know. I know. Ups and downs. It's been, it's been a, a journey since the last time I was on here in my life. So, Did you want to? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope then some good some bad it's just you know right to the point no <laughs> let's watch some football yeah um hey we... did you watch the uh kansas city chiefs and san diego last night no i watched the first half and the second half was what you should have watched what happened oh it was a good game it really was but i saw like one of the um uh, San Diego Charger dudes just pick up a 
Kansas City Chief dude and body slam him. It looked like something out of, uh, you know, WWE. WWE. Yeah. Yeah. There was a a 99-yard interception, too, that was the game changer towards the end there for a touchdown. I watched that. What happened last night? Oh, I fell out. Passed out. Fuck, man, he loses connection. I so liked it. Fun. It was back and forth. I I was digging it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, probably would have liked to watch it. I suppose if it was as good as you guys were saying. Um. Yeah, damn it, it sucks. I hate it when people lose connection on here. Uh, but he'll be back. Um. So, anywho. A uh, couple of things. What do you want me to t- start with? Some uh, entertainment. We have uh, notice how I asked a question, just went right into it. Um, there's a movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, I assume it just came out. It's called Moonfall, and I watched it. Uh, started watching it a couple days ago, and then um, with my son, but he had to leave, and then I finished it up tonight. And it's. There he is. Um, Can you send an invite through Anchor? No, they stopped doing yeah, that. That's I don't weird, know why. I went in there and all you, I seen all you can do is like a couple options because this takes over yeah. my my messenger, and you know the ladies are always blowing me up. Right. <laughs> they um, they, when they did the last update, where now I can do like a video, which I might go over there to start to uh, improve what the video is like. But they did that, and they did an analytics thing. And when they did that, they took away the um, option to invite through Anchor, like your Anchor friends. Which That's is weird. Maybe it's just placement. I don't know. Well, no, they, they say you can do video through Spotify. Yeah. You know? But the Anchor one, too. Hold up. Let me, uh, let me find it. But I'm thinking nobody wants to see my old ass in video form. I seen your twelve-year memory photo the other day. I was like, okay, that's kind of what he looks like. Yeah, he's a he's a good-looking fella. He's got that um, fuck, what's that actor? Who's the actor in um, Roadhouse? Not to, obviously not Patrick. Patrick Swayze. Swayze yep, that's why I thought. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Man, I can't I believe do. how much of a leftist he is. Is he really? Yeah, from what I've heard, he's pretty woke, so to speak. Gross. I know. I was really disappointed. Well, they make all kinds of memes with him. Yeah, they're all they're more right. Yeah, they're more conservative, for sure. Like I know he brought up some that that cowboy movie that came out. Was was he in it? And there was like some sort of gay, gay scene in it. It just came out like this year. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but he was. I think he was sticking up for it. I, maybe he wasn't in. I don't. Know. I just remember he said he said some stuff. You know, it's. Anybody in Hollywood, you, you're not really surprised if they're leftists. So, yeah. Well, he was also born and raised in California too, so he's no real cowboy. Um, but he was in 1883 with Tim McGraw. And, he's in uh, Tombstone. Yep, he's in Tombstone. That's right. And Kurt Russell's uh, pretty conservative. You know, so I don't know. It's. I mean, it wouldn't su- surpri- surprise me or shock me to hear an actor's lefty, but um, yeah. you know, there's there's the other a- 
aspect to that too, where there's a lot of actors, actresses, and and uh, entertainers that aren't leftist, but will put up the front so that they keep getting gigs, which is just a very cowardly thing to do. They're waiting for normal people to win the culture war, and then they'll can step up, fucking pussies. Um, yeah. But on Anchor, so I just pulled up the website, and I know I've seen advertisements for this, but it says introducing video podcasts. Oh, yeah, you're right, on Spotify. I'm retarded. Um, from new episode, choose quick upload to select a video file or create an episode to record a new one. Your video will be available on Spotify and will send an audio version everywhere else you distribute your podcast. I'll be damned. I wonder if you get to edit it and all that fun shit. That would why be helpful. You, why are you asking that, John, since you never edit anything? Good question, me. I don't know. Um, well, you often tell me that you make episodes and there's something in there or something you didn't like and you just like throw the whole thing away. Like, yeah, geez. I do. I do. It's like an edit, an edit option would be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that quite a few times. Probably, probably not a hundred hours worth, but up there. Um, so right before you got on, I was starting to talk about a movie that uh, is on Netflix. It's called uh, Moonfall. Um, I've seen it. You saw it. Okay, cool. So you kind of know. We'll kind of be able to share. And I just pulled up the uh, the IMDb. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, Halle Berry. Yeah. Well, it's quirky and it's kind of kooky, but it's, you know what I noticed? No, no political bent. I don't think on, on either side. It was Yay. just. It does. It did seem pretty neutral. It but, did. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, but there was no reason, but still they, they inject any chance they get. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I felt like maybe there could have been a little bit with Halle Berry being like the main um, NASA person. Uh And they could have really went hard with it because it was all about NASA, right? But um, it's basically about the moon, the moon's trajectory. No, the moon's orbit gets gets altered. And so it's going to start orbiting closer to the Earth. So obviously moonfall, right? But um, this is an aspect that they have to it is a kind of an uh, older um, conspiracy theory. And there's a couple, right? There's one, and maybe they're one and the same. One is that the moon was created by aliens or man-made. So it was was manufactured, basically, Um, which I guess kind of is the two parts. Um, Yeah, I guess it is because my third was going to, or my second, quote unquote, whatever, was going to be that it's hollow. Um, David Icke, I remember on his six hour long speech that he had in uh, England, uh, he talked about X amount of astronauts um, uh, that had, you know, talked among themselves and Buzz Aldrin or whoever the fuck it was that landed. When they landed, there was a gong on the moon that lasted for hours. Um, DB, do you remember hearing that in the movie? Uh, I don't. So, um, anywho. The, oh, wait, the, then, then, them saying it or like the noise on the movie? 
No, them saying it in the movie. It was like okay. because right remember the the one guy that was from Game of Thrones. He uh, he was kind of explaining it at one point because he was a what was he called a megalo or a mega structurist or something to that effect. I think so because they called it. A, they said it was a mega structure. Right. So it's so essentially the thing. The other aspect of the movie is that it is a um, which they kind of do like I just said um, that it's one kind of an alien built structure right it's a mega structure like he, we just said um where it's hollow but man i'm it shouldn't i'm kind of giving away shit um fuck it i'll go into it uh, say yes now that we said that spoiler alert yeah go back that's for <laughs> you just uh edit that out <laughs> edit that. um but uh, no, it was uh, the aliens were humans from billions of years prior. Um, I guess the bigger part, maybe that I did take away that I don't know, it's more popular opinion it was it was going according to like macro evolution, right? That every the universe was billions of years old, and yada yada yada, and all this that and the other. But they also added an aspect to it where it was like AI was the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. What'd you think about it, DB? I thought it was a decent movie. I don't want. I don't want to let this thought go because uh, I was watching. Uh, remember, I was telling you, Gavin is putting up old episodes all the time on his network. There, yep. He had this flat Earth guy on there, and he was talking about what he thought uh, uh, is going on with the moon. And I want, I want to watch it again because he was saying about how he doesn't think it's. Gavin was kind of mocking him, but taking his uh, his input. But uh, he said something about the moon is, I want to say electrical. It was I can't remember though because I I've never heard anybody go down this path, and it seemed real logical what he was saying. And he also said that due to his uh, research and looking at the way things are structured, he's like I. I used to be atheist and now he's like, I believe there is a higher power for sure. He's like, there's just the way that everything is structured and engineered. And the fact that earth is perfect and we have this moon that controls this stuff and this and that, he's like, it just doesn't seem like, uh, or no, he doesn't. He's, he's like, I went from being atheist to, you know, believing there's a God for sure because of what I've found in my research. Yeah. But, uh, I'll, I'll find that episode and, and pull up that, that, uh, that part for you. Cause I thought it was, I don't really know how I, how I feel about flat earth and space and whatnot. I kind of don't think we can go into space and uh, people kind of make fun of me. And I just tell them when I'm I'll usually broach it with, you know, these topics don't affect my life. If the earth's flat, so what if, if we can go into space or if we can't, so what it's not, it's not going to affect my existence. But in the last few years, I've heard a lot of weird questions raised about things that we're not allowed to do or things that we can't explain that they just kind of, explain away you know right yeah like it's it's just a little bit too perfect to be happenstance you know well i'm more on the uh round earth and space and stars Uh and uh but i got a lot of uh astronomy background in me so i'm cool with any of those but then again you know i can't prove it myself yeah but uh when I do talk to flat earthers, one of my favorite things to bring up is I was like, so basically, dude, you're just telling me we live in a Petri dish. 
And I was like, and that Petri dish could be on a table somewhere. And if it's on a table somewhere, there might be other Petri dishes too. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm like, and that just means adventure for me. Like, I can't get to the moon, but I could get to the edge. And I'm going to say that, you know, there's a 50,000 mile long circle ice wall that's a mile high that you can't climb. And I'm like, well, I've been around enough cliffs that I now climb to the top of them. And I didn't need ropes or anything. I found my little spot. It's not like they were just straight up and down. And I was like, and if it was ice, I could get up there. Um, Let me ask you something real quick. If if the if it was proven that the world was flat, would you be shocked? Would you be surprised? I would be. Yeah, I'd be, care. I'd be totally, yeah, maybe, completely maybe, surprised. Like, well, see, and I also I taught map reading in the military, mm -hmm. so that involves a round earth not a flat earth when when you do your figuring mm -hmm. so that yeah, would that, uh, that would throw that, off my map that reading. same guy had something a, a decent explanation for how the world was shaped if it if it is a, a flat way how we could misinterpret it for being that way i mean yeah, once I've again you know it's it's even. it's one or the other but just like i any main narratives that are pushed by things that I can't prove, you know, other than like spiritual stuff, I just well, anymore. I just assume it's all bullshit. How about the, have you sit and watched the moon or the sunset? Yes. And have you noticed that at some point you can only see half of it, like half of it is above the horizon and half of it is gone. Right. Yep. All right. In a flat earth, that wouldn't happen. Okay, the moon and the earth and the sun would go away and disappear in a vanishing point. Sure. Well, I mean, a, another argument to, to use if it's going earth, in a circle to use against flat earth is, okay, well, if we're flat, then why is the moon round? Why is, you know, why is the sun round? Why is, why are all these other planets that we can see with a telescope are they round, but we're the only one that's flat. Well, they also say that that's all just projection. Yeah. I mean, that's why I asked the question is that like, I, I don't care. It's, it's kind it's interesting, you know, to, well, to but I know you can take a, uh, a 10 by 50 binocular, your basic binocular. Sure. You can point it at Jupiter and you can eyeball four moons going around it. You can track mm -hmm. them with your own eyeballs. It might take you a day or two, but you can watch those moons going around Jupiter. Now, Jupiter's got a lot more moons than that, but you can see four of them with a binocular. And they never ran into each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, um... One of the things that really bothers me, though, too, is the thing about uh, Antarctica and how everybody's in agreement that nobody's allowed there. Right. Like, the, I, I think it was in 1940, like, they all came together and, like, said that they weren't, no one's allowed there. And then, like, they, 
I think it's till like 2040 or 2060, like the agreement ends and like there's a part of the agreement where they're not even allowed to discuss it until then. Well, I just saw a, um, you could, uh, it was a job application to do some work in Antarctica. And uh-huh. it was also in that same moment, I was looking at one where you could join the Space Force. So I asked one of my buddies, I was like, hey, dude, let's join the Space Force or let's go to Antarctica. But that's what I heard, that if you do get to Antarctica, you are not allowed to explore. You are supposed to stay in one spot. Yeah, I want to say it's like five or ten miles you're allowed to go, and that's it. And I'll be like, well, I would be gone. If I got there, I would be roaming. (laughs) If you can make it anywhere, it's... The worst place on earth, probably. Well, there are besides Oakland and San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, San Fran's at least money. But yeah, but, but those are things that you know you really. Well, I, don't I, know. I can prove it with a telescope just down the road for me. I could show you that the Earth bends. As we're talking about this, and I know I've known of this, um, is that there are cruises uh, that you can take, so you can still visit Antarctica, right? But there's a only a specific area that you can go to, um, but you can't go down and like you can't buy a boat, get a crew together, and go down on your own, right? That's the part that's that's not allowed. Um, Poseidon expeditions. I see this, and then if you like, if you were to be there on the website, you can scroll down. It's like the fifth picture or so. There's a picture of fucking houses and shit, and mountains in the back, and that is that cannot be Antarctica because there's no habitation down there. There's no, I mean, outside of like a scientific facility that's studying yeah, shit. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can uh, Google Earth and look right down on different posts you know like the russians or the germans or american uh places and see their compounds and there you can see that they're not set up like a city it's you know yeah um like kwanzaa hut type of places yeah there's uh i wonder how cold that water is (laughs) i wonder i wonder what it tastes like Gross salt water. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know. Like I like I said, you know, it doesn't doesn't affect my life one way or the other. It's just you know, like with Jesse Ventura. I'm just asking questions here. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Fucking weird. Now I had an idea a few years ago. I tried to get some people in on it, and it was what I call the John Carter move, and um, <clears throat> and that's from the John Carter movie where he um, pretends he found something and baits the people in to get where he needed to go. And so I thought we could make up a uh, fake trip to Antarctica and actually see what happens from a government. If they got back to them that, you know, people were planning and on their way to Antarctica, what would happen? 
you know, mm-hmm. play the whole thing straight from the beginning. You know, here's this, take a picture, here's our boat, here's the people where it's going, here's our equipment, we're on our way. And see what happens. And then, you know, not doing any of it, just sitting here in my house, <laughs> you know. Right. Just kind of troll them and see what happens if they showed up at the house or something. You could do that for all sorts of shit. Yeah, just see bait them in a little bit. Yeah. I guess that's kind of how like... Bait them in. It's dangerous baiting the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that? that the FBI. Oh, okay, never mind. Fucking FBI, those turds. Um, shit. So, uh, well, I remember a friend of mine and me. We, um, I won't go into complete details, but we made up a uh, a situation in my hometown, and we were walking around with um, walkie talkies and acting like this thing was happening. And uh, police showed up from everywhere. <laughs> Dude. I and there was nothing it. going on. Then we didn't right. get caught, but it was kind of funny. I believe it. Um, I remember sitting, uh, this would have been in Brighton, fucking 30 years ago, sitting in a room, um, in front room. Um, for any youngsters that are listening, you wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. We'd be watching the big box TV, right? And we'd have a radio. And you could, if you dial in right, just kind of searching through the, you know, scanning through with the knob, you could find, you could hear fucking like real army communications at night, which was always like insane. It wasn't every night, but every once in a while, we'd be sitting, you know, on a weekend or something. And uh, sure enough, we'd fucking pick up some. Uh, frequency um, where we remember hearing army guys fucking talking through the fucking radio. This is bizarre, almost like War of the Worlds. Very cool. Yeah. So I certainly believe what you're talking about. Um, so I think I talked about it last episode. Alex Jones's trial had started in Connecticut. And um, I was listening to. Uh, Robert Barnes and Viva Frey, uh, two lawyers. Robert Barnes was actually on Alex Jones's uh, case in the beginning when everything first started off. And so he's got a lot of, and he's tracked the entire um, court case. He goes and actually does guest spot on InfoWars. So he, this, and you can look it up on Viva Frey's channel um, today. Uh, they did a, like a two and a half hour podcast. I think I made it about a halfway through. Uh, but Robert Barnes basically breaks down from start to finish or from start to where we are now. Um, everything that's happened in Alex Jones's case. And there were some things that I remember hearing that I had gotten wrong. Can't remember exactly what those things are, but, um, for the most part, this is, and I don't mean like wrong in, in terms of like against Alex. I mean, wrong is in almost in, or mostly in favor of Alex. Alex is being scapegoated in this entire thing. Um, like almost 100% of the shit that's happened is bullshit that, that the, these families are bringing up against him from everything. I mean, 
if you, that's I guess if you believe Robert Barnes and I do, the guy fucking seems to know exactly what he's talking about. He's got you know resources and and reason and all sorts of shit that he uses in in discussing these things. He knows. I mean, he's a lawyer. He knows what he's doing. Um, he knows what he's talking about. And uh, yeah, man, the the fucking more I hear about it, it's just it's terrible what they're doing to Alex Jones. And it's not, I've been trying to say it the whole time. It's not that it's not about going after Alex. They're going after your rights. Setting that precedent is um, because now what they do to him, what they get away with, with him, they can get away with, with you. And it is bad news bears all in this defamation case. I mean, the the biggest thing was that he was so, something that a lot of people will say is that he didn't provide um, the documentation or whatever during discovery. That is an outright absolute lie. He provided arguably more um, data than any, any media that has ever been sued in discovery ever. Like he provided, I think, Robert kept saying like millions, I don't think it was millions of documents, but it was like millions of whatever, you know, piece bits of information um, to uh, the, the court. And they still um, fucked him over and said that he didn't provide the adequate things. And what it was, a big part of it was, you remember when uh, Alex Jones got banned, right? That was after the Megyn Kelly interview or whatever. What on happened? YouTube? Yeah, when he got banned from YouTube and he got banned from all of the major. Oh, it was like social... all at once. Yeah, that's right. Right, all at once. Well, yeah, like March of 2020. When, yeah, when he got banned from, um, or was it? I thought it was like 18, 2018. Any, no matter. When he got banned and he got banned from YouTube, I guess there must have been some videos that they they uploaded to YouTube. That when he got banned, YouTube kept. It wouldn't give him. So, you know, I don't know if they deleted it or what it was. But um, they didn't have it to be able to use. And so part of this argument that he didn't provide, you know, whatever um, documents or files or whatever um, in discovery, that was a part of it. So they fucked him. Um, and then... Uh, claimed that he needed to provide this information that he could not provide because he was fucking uh, banned prior to that. And a whole bunch of other fucking things have gone on. I mean, you know, he's now found guilty because of this, because, because of that thing that uh, the discovery issue, they um, favored the plaintiffs in that and automatically uh, filed him as being, uh, found guilty, which is why in every suit now, which is all about the amount that they're awarded, uh, they the judges say that Alex Jones can't claim that he's innocent, which is just it's outright terrible. Okay, I need I need to uh, rewind here because I didn't know he I don't know why he's in court again because he was already in court once, right? Right. So, what, so was this a different case? <laughs> It's essentially the same case, but it's different plaintiffs. Okay. He was on uh, Crowder Wednesday and for like a 
like two hours is pretty good interview. Yeah. And actually that was the next part that I was going to get into after talking about the court case. Um, I guess I can kind of dip, dip into that one real quick. Um, unless you guys, I mean, we'll come back to this other one, but, um, he had said some stuff in that interview with Steven Crowder that was basically, I I guess the only way I can really describe it is basically anti-libertarian. And I learned about libertarianism through Alex Jones. He was the first libertarian, first person I ever heard talking about libertarian, even though I probably had heard it from Ron Paul, but I didn't really understand it then. Um, But he was on Crowder's show, like you said, and him and Crowder were both basically bashing libertarianism. Well, Dave Smith, one of my favorite guys out there that I listened to, got a hold of it. And him and Robbie Bernstein sat and listened to it. And um, they, I'll I'll tell you right now, if you go to um, Part of the Problem, which is Dave Smith's YouTube channel, and watch the video, they're not bad on Alex. They really aren't. They're actually pretty fucking pretty nice and really the libertarians republicans conservatives right-wingers are the libertarians are more on their side certainly than they are on the left for sure i mean there's even a point where like alex describes who he is as a as a voter and dave smith points out like everything he just said is describing me you know pro-gun anti-abortion or pro-life you know pro-freedom of speech blah 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 and, um, I mean, it was sad for me to hear Alex say those things because as I was telling Bert, uh, Bentley earlier, if there was a political party for me to join or that I had to join, it would definitely be the libertarians over anyone else, you know, but it was just, um, yeah, I wasn't, I never like, uh, seeing, I guess something like that, because those two guys, Alex Jones, Dave Smith, and all the rest of them are, are pretty fucking good, you know, and uh, to see him um, kind of coming apart sucks. And I'd like to see Dave Smith have Alex Jones on and explain things to him, because Dave, in, I guess, uh, if you look at what Alex was saying, he's more so talking about like the, the kind of mainstream libertarians over the last 20 years before the Mises caucus and the Ron Paul like libertarians took over, which is in large part to do with Dave Smith and Eric July um, and others like them. And it's changed to really be more so libertarians opposed to, you know, fucking mainstream libertarian and, you know, siding with black lives matter and bullshit like that, you know, which is kind of what, if, if you pay attention to something like Reason Magazine and, and um, other, other bigger name libertarians, you'll get the sense that they're more leftists uh-huh. you know, than, um, than people on the right. So. That is the impression I got because I used to refer to myself more as leaning libertarian. And then I've seen a lot of them were representing certain things that I didn't necessarily agree with. And it was just like, uh, I've said for a long time, I really wish that they would outlaw parties and you just have to say what you stood for, but that won't happen obviously. So that's true. That's very true. Well, one of my big gripes with the whole Alex Jones thing, and I don't know why he doesn't play it up is back when I wish I could remember it. The Smith Mount, um, 
reclassification that uh, Obama did where he made it legal for the government to propaganda, which mm-hmm. is a lie to the people. Yeah. And uh, and why it would be okay for the government to be able to lie to the people. And I'm not saying Alex's line, but if it's good for them, then why couldn't he lie? What's any different between them? And how do we know that what we're hearing from the media is true anyway when they're allowed to lie? Well, and I'm pretty sure like Alex uh, expresses his show as an opinion, not as news, which is what I heard too, which is kind of like a crossing the line of free speech thing. And then he also admitted to that it was entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Divorce case. Yeah. And I'm like, if he's just entertaining, then he is no different than uh, John Stewart when he was doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what what you guys are saying, and I mean, for the most part, it. I think that. Well, so this is the thing with that, right? With the uh, the entertainment part is that was his lawyer in a case saying what his show was made up of. Because it's like he does sketches on his show, which is obviously entertainment, right? He dressed up as a fucking frog. He's done, you know, had people on where they're just joking around and shit like that. Which is to say, yeah, I mean, I think the one, the bigger part of that was there was a, uh, that was his divorce, his uh, divorce case. And um, there was a commercial that he had dressed up like the Joker. Right. But it was a commercial. And of course, it's it's there for entertainment. Right. To play as if you're the Joker. He did a bit where he was um, Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe because he, he got that fucking perfect impression of that. So for them, like for when he's saying it in court, and I think you and me, Bentley, have talked about this before. When he was doing it in court, I don't give a shit, dude. Fucking say whatever the hell you got to say for that that judge not to screw you over. Um, but then people take that and go, oh, well, his lawyer said he was entertainment, therefore he's not an actual news source. And it's like, no, not quite. You know, he's kind of mm-hmm. all of the above. I mean, <clears throat> John Stewart did that where he talked about real stories. I mean, given John Stewart was not a reporter, that was a strictly comedy show, or at least it was supposed to be where they were, you know, being cynical and, and comical about events that had happened where Alex Jones does give reports that other people don't, you know, he was for a long time. He was taking stuff from, uh, Oh shit. What's the one website that went leftist? Um, Matt. Oh fuck, man. I can't remember the name of it. I used to go to it all the time. Matt drudge. Drudge. It was the drudge report. The drudge report. The drudge report, you know, and he would take, bits from that and he would talk about it and i mean alex has a whole team of guys of researchers that scour the internet all day every day looking for all sorts of different news reports and he reports on these things so i mean you could also call him an analyst you could call him a comedian you could call him all these other things where you have somebody like sam cedar who has a who has the majority report which is such a stupid name but he claims to be a comedian and he's never done stand-up you know but he would also be called an analysis or analyst, you know, or something to that effect. So, you know, them labeling him as just an entertainer or whatever, it's like, that's a bit, it's a bit of a stretch, 
you know. But that may help his case out if he could go that route. Well, sure. I mean, in the in in the courts, um, but because I mean, otherwise it wouldn't be any different than Archie Bunker saying it. Yeah, that's who Gavin always references. Sure does. <laughs> yeah, fucking Archie Bunker, man. Holy fuck, we could never have a show like that. Not today. Although I bet if they did have one, it would be one of the most popular shows anybody would watch. <clears throat> Well, then you have Meathead, Rob Reiner, yeah, who I, I've been trolling him on Twitter. Oh, that's right. You've been on Twitter. I, I can't even... Oh, no, I guess I could look it up. But I can't friend you. So... Yeah. Does like he, does you, he, has he responded to you? No. No, <laughs> but I've also talked to him about, you know, I think you need a penis binky. <laughs> And, you know, I'm calling Meathead. But he gets thousands of responses. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. But... And a lot of people agree with him. You know, And I'm like, are those really people? But, I'm, you know, listening to Elon Musk, I hear that, you know, those are just algorithm bots yeah. pushing people's buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, it's it was always interesting to see, uh, you know, if like it, the interactions I was having with people were. I, I mean, uh, it was kind of hard, to, I guess, to differentiate because I'd end up getting into some long-winded debates and stuff. So I would assume that they're not bots. Maybe they're uh, some person at Twitter working that wanted to get in an argument. But um, I have seen. Uh, people post on other platforms like a, an entire like uh, i don't know screen grab or whatever of like 20 or 30 different accounts that are all saying the same exact thing you know so there are some internet sleuths out there that are finding the bots and, and pointing them out and they obviously all have like a leftist bent or or if it's like i don't know some some if they'll like take the opposition side in order to make the target look better, you know, so like make it out to be, you know, they'll make these bots out to be racists or whatever so that it looks like they're. And in fact, I just heard this about um, Disney, like with, uh, I guess Mulan was one of the movies that they did this to the people that worked for the production studio would come up with false accounts on Twitter and say racist and mean shit on Twitter so that they could get um, attention for the movie and sympathy for the character and claim that racists weren't seeing the movie or something to that effect. You know what I mean? Just really kind of playing up that, that BS card of, of uh, terrible, no good, very bad white people out there were not accepting of a uh, Asian movie or something to that effect. So, yeah, I would assume that that Elon is correct. I don't <laughs> doubt it. No. And why wouldn't it? You know, because I've heard, you know, rumor, I guess, that uh, Russia, of course, has got plenty of bots on there. Sure. Just yanking everybody's chain. 
Um, have you guys heard anything about the purchase of Twitter? The, I've heard recently that Twitter is trying to force Elon into buying it. Yeah. But weren't they... Um, Twitter shareholders vote to approve Elon Musk's bid to buy the company? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought I saw that the other day. It's got shareholder approval. Okay. But what does that mean? They're wanting to sell it because it's not worth anything. Not with all those bots, it ain't. Well, and I went through Twitter today in my settings to see if I'd given anybody permission to access my apps and respond for me and things like that. And I didn't find anything like that, but I found where they wanted me to um, allow them to let their um, providers, you know, their, the people who do support them, mm. to allow them or allow Twitter to send them my information and allow them to interact with my page for, mm. you know, support of Twitter to allow Twitter to operate. Yeah. I'm like, what? Are you high? <laughs> I am not seeing where, like, they're really saying anything further. Now, I'm getting this from CNN because nobody really is saying too much. Or I'm finding, like, older um, articles and stuff. In fact, I'm getting this one from, this is my Google. No, this is uh, DuckDuckGo. Tuesday about what he alleged for Twitter's serious security and privacy vulnerabilities, including possibly having foreign intelligence agents on its payroll. Somebody just went to a, I don't know if maybe this is the same thing, to, yeah, U.S. Senate committee hearing in which they admitted that the U.N. was um, basically in, uh, uh, directing things like, oh. Excuse me. Things like YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, and and other platforms. So that's a little worrisome. Yeah, you know, I got, like I got anything a, about the UN. I got a new. Have you heard about September twenty fourth? No. It's about a. Well, the, the first part was taken out of context, but it was a, um, I want to say it was a German minister, maybe. But he said that, uh, and he was talking about the Ukraine, but he said on September 24th of this year coming up, uh, like everybody knew where they were on September 11th. Oh, I did hear this. That, that everybody will know where they were on September 24th. I wasn't paying attention. Say that over again. <laughs> Sorry. That, uh, and, and it was all in German, I believe. It, it might have been a Russian guy, but it, it was a conversation about the Ukraine, but they took half of what he said, and he said that on September 24th of this year, Everybody in the world will know where they were on September 24th. It sounds nefarious. 
All right. Sounds like the more than likely somebody's going to get harmed. It will be something negative that happens. But maybe it's some good. Maybe Who there's knows? like a peace deal. Or maybe Ukraine just gives up and they're like, we're Russia now. Or maybe it's like uh, they're breaking a record of something. You know? Well, I. <laughs> Artemis one, I think, is taken off for the moon, maybe on the twenty fourth, to do a moon shot and go around it. But I don't that know. Brings, that brings us back to that movie. You know what I was thinking? What if, because of uh, what's that? Something programming that they do. Uh, this is a, again within the conspiracy research realm that they talk about. Um, something programming, where basically they. Uh, in, mind in, control yeah 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 um in entertainment they tell you what's going to happen before it happens and that, when i was watching that movie that's what i was thinking the whole time it's like is this something that they're going to try and fuck around with all of a sudden they're going to tell i mean because now we have aliens right or i'm sorry ufos right what right. if they're going to all of a sudden tell us that i, I would I, i'll tell you right now dude if i find out that the fucking moon is fake uh that'll that'll shock me that one would be like oh shit i mean i won't be no i'd be pretty shocked i'd be like holy fuck who the fuck did that it's essentially i would think that we did it you know when it happened here <clears throat> but then again i don't know maybe it was some some one of those countries beyond the ice wall <laughs> it could be could be. Have you ever seen that map? Which, like, is interesting, right? From the flat the Earth. Flat Earth map. Yeah, how there's like yeah. land it doesn't work. Well, I know. Well, I mean, I would assume if it's not flat, then obviously that's fake. But, uh, but could you imagine? Like, there's fucking whole other civilizations outside of the world we know. Under yeah. Theory, like me, I'm an adventurer. I'm like all in. Yeah, on, dude. On that. I'm like, man, I will go. You all are afraid to climb that wall. I will climb the wall. I will get up to the top. I trust me. Well, yeah, I mean it takes but it takes getting down there and being able to do it without getting shot. Um, but you have to assume that there's some kind of sonar or something that's that's out there picking up anybody that's coming down. Well, um, it'd have to be massive because we're talking about a ice wall that encompasses 50,000 miles. And I can find a spot in 50,000 miles to get through. Okay. If, you know, if that was possible. But, you know, I don't believe in it, but I would love it. You know, I, I wouldn't be have my feelings hurt if I found out I was wrong. I'd be like, damn. Right. I wish I was 30 when I found out about that wall. <laughs> here's a, uh, here's an interesting thing, right? Because it, like I said, I'm, I'm indifferent to whichever one it is, but this is one that I just recently heard. You can, and DB Cooper would know what I'm talking about here. And maybe you would too, um, Bentley, but you can stand, I can't remember what city um, on the west side of Michigan and you can see across the lake, 
you can see um, Chicago. And if the world is curved, right, like a globe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to see it at all. Well, you'd be able to see the tops of the building, but you wouldn't be able to see anybody standing at the beach shoreline. Just telling you what I know. And there was shots of it, too, of um, from whatever camera. Like, I guess according to it's it's so many inches for so many yards or miles or whatever that. Yeah, they uh, they say it's an eight inch per mile squared is their math. And it's completely wrong. That is a flat earth wrong math. I um, used to have that. I got it written down somewhere on my desk, the actual way to figure out the curve of the earth. But their math is wrong on okay. that. I have it to is. take all your guys' sayings into consideration because I don't know. But it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I've been looking at it for a while because right. some uh, smart people that I know brought it up. And I'm like, uh, you know, so I was like, when they I heard about the eight inch squared, down. so, you know, so every mile it would be. So the first mile, the earth would curve eight inches. Then the second mile, it would be <clears throat> 16 and then 32 and so on and so forth. And then it gets bigger and bigger and it's the math is wrong. And they know that flat earthers know that. I'm looking I'll at sit it. and watch some Look. of them uh, do it and prove themselves wrong especially one guy when he was talking about the uh, 15 degree uh, spin of the earth when he found that out was true and he's like well that can't be right but he just sat there and did all the math <laughs> nothing kilometers sorry I'm lo- I was looking up this while you were talking Did yeah, I, I can't. I can't translate trag metric. Yeah, me neither. Oh, wait a minute, miles. Fuck yeah. Still don't know what this means. All right, distance one mile. Point sixty seven feet. Thousand miles. No, fuck that. Uh, let's go fifty miles. Should be, I guess, curved one thousand six hundred and sixty seven feet. Yeah, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. This is from the EarthCurvatureCalculator.com. Well, if they're doing it on the eight inch squared, okay. Like, see, there is a a river in essentially uh, a, a canal that they they proved the Earth was uh, flat with it, but then they went back and redid it with the correct math and. And the curve is there. Like I could, you know who Rob Skiba is? That sounds familiar. He's a flat earther and he died last year from COVID. But before he died from COVID, he and I were talking and I told him to come down here in Florida and we could go to the Courtney Causeway. It's several miles from one end to the other. So you'd be over close to clear water pointing the camera towards tampa and even standing there you can tell that you can't see the shoreline over there but 
and that's because of the curve of the earth. And he, we were talking about that, and then um, he died. <laughs> Shit. I was like, come on down here, Rob. Bring your telescope. I will I show you where to set it up. And we can prove it right here. Because okay, so at that point, we're, we were talking about maybe 10 miles of open water across the uh, the bay. Um, I looked, so now I'm on physics scalc, physics calc, physics calc. Oh yeah. Physics calc.com. I'm retarded. Uh, the third number down, how far do you see before the earth curves? And I think this is what you were talking about. Now this isn't quite like reading Chinese to me. It's more like reading French. I'd taken French at one point. Can't remember um, it says, how far do you see before the Earth curves? The curvature of Earth is eight inches per mile. Uh-oh. Eight inches per mile. We lost DB. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight it's inches per mile better. squared. When a target person of five feet or so off the ground, the farthest edge that you can see is three miles away. So is that is that roughly about right? The furthest you'd be able to see is three miles. Um, I don't know. No, because I can look across ten miles and see Tampa Bay from Clearwater. But I can't see the shore. I can't see the people standing there on the beach, partying and drinking in the bottom of the restaurants and the cars and the streets right there at the bottom. Um, yeah, so I guess it's, I think it might have been Michigan City. I think Michigan was pointing at uh, uh, Chicago. Yeah. And, um, uh, and that's where it gets into, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, and I'm a believer of it, but it's a uh, it's an optical illusion kind of thing. Like when you're looking down a road and it, you see the mirage on the road where it looks like it's wet kind of thing. It um, during and you they couldn't go down there every day and get that same picture. It could only be on specific weather permitting days that that could happen because it will make it look like the it has rose up but you still can't see the bottom but it will give you an illusion <clears throat> like a uh, sometimes in places have you heard about seeing cities in the clouds of course there's no cities in the clouds but because of weather conditions Sometimes you can see that. Okay. But like D.B. Cooper says, it really doesn't matter. And it don't affect me. It doesn't affect you. Because none of us are going anywhere. No. You know, the only other problems to worry about than flat earth. The only reason I ever considered it somewhat uh, viable is uh, Owen Benjamin pointing out some weird facts about it. And he's pretty freaking smart and he's all he's all he pretty much does the same thing you know he's 
he's leans more towards it not being round or it being distorted the way that we're told it is. And, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't care one way or the other, but he just brought up some good points. And ever since then, I'm like, I'm just asking questions here. Yeah. yeah with Owen Benjamin though, <clears throat> he's kind of arrogant and, uh, and then I don't like that he calls all his fans bears. And I'm like, bears. that is so yeah. gay. Yeah. They all have bear <laughs> names. So gay. Because when I hear bear man, I think of some gay dude who's hairy. But he is adamantly, severely anti gay. So it is a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he calls those people bears. And I'm like, uh, dude. And, you know, and I've listened to him with, uh, Sam Tripoli and a few other people, and it doesn't take much to get Owen Benjamin pissed off. No, no. We're, uh, John, we're talking about that earlier. Yeah, uh, we like him, but at the same time, there's certain things about his personality that are tough to handle. But that's what makes him who he is. At the same time, so I just yeah. take, I just, I just intake him in moderation. You know, once in a great while. But like, I also think that that's all just really fodder to keep our heads off of something else that we really need to be paying attention to like the border or uh child kidnapping and and um a bunch of other things it's just therefore to make you believe more of their lies that's kind of what I equate to why I said it doesn't really matter to me because it, I kind of think it's it's just some I don't know what that what they would gain out of it maybe just the fact that we can't leave or explore anymore maybe it kind of like a killing of like the human spirit a little bit but uh, well you know then they talk up the the Van Allen belt well we couldn't mm -hmm. possibly go through the Van Allen belt because of all the radiation and I'm like well you know. How long do you go through this? It's not like we sit in the Van Allen belt for days. We said five minutes. There. Yeah, I'm like, we're going through there at several thousand miles an hour. You know, it's a blink of an eye, really. I mean, that is one thing I am pretty adamant about is I don't think we can go to past uh, the stratosphere and stuff or whatever, you know. And I don't think we can go past where the satellites are. I don't think we've ever been to the moon. I think that's all fake. Well, you know, you can see telescope, telescopic shots of all the moon landings and all kinds of stuff up there. Well, no, there not no telescope. Yeah, nobody's been on the moon, and so, uh, since the '60s. And, and then a That's uh, another me. thing I like to say is, uh, I had a big blowout with a uh, Christian the other day when he was calling. All of, you know, NASA, liar, Buzz Aldrin. He was calling all these people at NASA liars. And I'm like, dude, do you hear yourself? You just called other people who claim to be Christians liars. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, unless, I mean, if unless you have actual proof, he's just opinionating at that point, probably. So, yeah, and this guy's a smart fella. And I'm like, dude, I, you know. I'm not calling you a liar. I'm saying you're misinformed, but I could be misinformed too. But it is up to you now to prove the crap out of flat earth. Just telling me that this didn't happen and that didn't happen. You got to come up with some better proof than uh, they're lying. Uh -huh. 
I'm like, I need more than that. Because like I said, I would teach people how to read a map and, you know, and, and shoot a gun across the horizon. You know, it takes a lot of math to do that kind of thing. And it involves the curve of the earth, the spin of the earth, wind, you know, and they'll tell you that that doesn't happen. But there, you know, there's things that I'm like, ah, everything I know, when I work it out to a round earth, I'm going to hit my target. And if it was just straight, well, you know, the, and they, they <clears throat> say the gravity's fake, so then my bullet shouldn't be dropping. Well, I don't know. It, gravity is something that's probably real. I'm not sure what it is, but. Well, if the flat <laughs> earth is happening, then we don't have the mass of the mm. whole earth. So it would be a totally different thing. And so they're just like, no, everything just falls down. I'm like, okay. But gravity is a theory too. So it's not like I can prove gravity. I'm, I'm not Sir Isaac Newton. <clears throat> well, whatever it is, there's something that keeps us stuck to the ground. Truth. Um, I would say that if it is proven, which I feel like there have been many of things that are a little off about NASA. Um, if it is proven that they are bullshitting us, then the the next question should be why? And I think the answer to that is control. Well, that would mean Elon is lying. Sure. Would you be that surprised would... if he was lying? Uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised, but that would mean that he. I would have to call him a liar. Sure. And, you know, because then none of the satellites are up there. Of course, I track satellites, you know. Uh, two nights ago, I'm out back. I'm like, hey, honey, here's the ISA, you know, the International Space Station coming at us. You want to see it? And she's like, no, I've seen it before. And I'm like, yeah. And I can so track it. Could that also be something that's just merely floating above the earth's surface as well the flat earthers will tell me that that's just a balloon sure but you know they can't prove to me it's a balloon you know but i can find people who's worked on satellites now whether they really were you know i can i can tell you they believe they were (laughs) like the new uh james webb uh space telescope you know is that fake say that again the the new james webb space telescope i have not heard of it well that's the one taking all the brand new pictures here recently and it's like a lot more badass than hubble and it's like reaching like way out and it's supposedly um putting a big uh, chink in the old uh, Big Bang Theory and the expanding universe. What are they saying by it, that it's not expanding? Uh, At this point, yeah, that's what they're saying. But what I know about astronomy will tell you different. You know, those, and this isn't like the James Webb people saying it, this is other people speculating, like they're saying it's not moving. And I'm like, well... 
we're all moving together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would put, that would put scientists like uh, Lawrence Krauss, who I'm not a fan of, um, on blast because he certainly, as an atheist, believes that the uh, the Earth is expanding. And not only expanding, more rapid rate, um, the longer time goes on. As in the uh, Earth is getting bigger? The Earth is no. I'm sorry, not the Earth. The uh, the universe, right, is is expanding at a rapid rate. The the longer that time goes on, but we're all traveling together. So we are expanding, but we're expanding together. So it's not like the universe is stretching out. Like if the Big Bang happened the way they say, you know, like all of a sudden there's nothing, and then boom, right? Okay. Everything takes off. Woo. Well, you'd think that it would, um, like you've seen explosions and everything goes in like a 360 degrees area, right? All the way around. And the universe didn't do that. The universe expanded for a little bit and then it narrowed itself to become more flat than circular. And it is explosion, more like a shotgun blast straight out. See how can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay, I was out of the app saying stuff when you weren't responding. I see how it works, but uh, like, how can you even figure that out? Because the the universe is three sixty, and like, uh, what? So are they like looking out there with telescopes, and they're like, oh, it's it's not quite as far that way as it is, you know, that way. It's like, well, you. I don't get it. I, there's I, a I lot feel of like there's space. a lot of BS in space science. It, well, it is all theory. You know, like um, two years ago, I had a uh, friend of mine who uh, was all in on all the COVID everything, but he was also telling me, dude, they got a picture of the um, black hole, a black hole. And I'm yeah. like, no, they don't. And he's like, yeah, they do. They got a picture of the edge of it, and you can see the things going around. I'm like, no, they don't. You cannot take a picture of, <laughs> of that, and there's no light coming from it. Not that I completely believe in it, but everything that I know about it. I'm so like, it, would, it would, like, be there, but you couldn't see it? It would just be engulfing anything? Right. So he's like, no, look, here's the picture. And I'm like, no, dude. That is an artist's conception of what he the numbers are showing. And yeah, so he had to go look that up and he's like, Yeah, you're right. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> it's not a picture that is a artist conception. It's kind of a mind blowing uh concept. From you know, there's supposed to be a black hole in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was always theorized and certainly drawn up and the, how they would say that you would see a black hole is you would see, you wouldn't see the black hole itself. You would see the light around it, right? Because it's such a, um, pulled to it. Yeah. It's, it's such an immense amount of gravity that it could pull light and stretch light out around it. So you wouldn't see it, but you would see the effect of, of other things around it. So they did say that they took a picture. I don't believe that it's a picture um, because of how far away it was. Um, you know, when you listen to people like Kent Hoven and and um, 
Dr. William Lane Craig and other people like that, that point out how far away it is that they're saying this quote unquote black hole is. And to be able, because the, I've, I've read a couple of articles on it from the people who said that, that they did get it and they took all of these different um, satellites across the globe. It was like a global um, effort to capture this uh, picture, which is just horseshit. Um, they said that they did all of that and they were able to get it however far away this thing was, but it was too far away. It's fucking way too far away for all of these different satellites to be able to, I mean, it's like the further you get away, the thinner the object is that you're able to capture. I don't even think I'm explaining that right, but it was just, it's, it's impossible for them to have gotten this picture. So I agree with you. Most of the time, they're not taking a camera camera. They're taking like an infrared. And then they take the light from that and they say, this is what is there. And then they tell it to an artist and an artist paints it. Hmm. I know you were talking about that uh, new telescope in, uh, I don't know, one of the billions of podcasts I listened to was talking about how... uh, Either one or a couple of the photos they claimed they got out of there turned out to be like fake. The one was like a picture close up of some food. I can't remember what, like a sausage or something. <laughs> and oh, yeah. and like somebody figured it out and they're like, Oh yeah, we don't know how that got in there. And it's like, What are you yeah. talking about? How's that even possible? Yeah, and it's supposedly sitting a million miles away from us in one of a few spots that you can put something and it will practically stay still. Right. And, and I'm like, okay. How do you stop that thing in space? It's like, well, it's like in itself. between the gravity of oh, Earth okay. and the gravity of the sun. And so up until then, um, uh, like I said, there's nothing standing still in space. Everything yeah. is moving. You know, like they like to say, well, look at Polaris. It never moves. I'm like, well, it actually it moves, but it doesn't move to you because it takes thousands of years to move. You know, in 12,000 years, the star Vega will be Polaris, will be the North Star. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, well, we won't ever see that. Listen, I'm not dying. Fucking TV. I'm hanging out with you. One-liners, dude. I fucking love it. I've always found space just kind of, in a way, boring because it's just like not accessible. And like you were saying, a lot, a lot of the science is theory, so you know, it could be total bullshit. And but like, uh, how about um, have you heard of the the Horsehead Nebula? Nope. I don't remember uh, that. Well, it's a, uh, it's towards Orion. It's in Orion constellation. And, uh, and I was always led to believe that I could point a telescope up at the, just to the left of the third star in the belt and, and see this horse head nebula. And, and it looks like a horse head and it's a red and, you know, beautiful. And it was in all the books I've seen growing up. And I was like, I want to see that. I want to get a telescope and see that. And then when I finally got to the point in my life where something like that was possible, I found out I couldn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Why? Not, because, it, 
Well, it's not. You could see it, <clears throat> but it wouldn't be in those collars. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was all every picture I ever saw of it was a, a painting. Artist rendering. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go over here and grab any one of my Starbucks and any picture I see in there will underneath it will be, you know, artist conception. This this artist drew this. Yeah, I, appreciate, I just appreciate I appreciate space for dark nights when I look up at the sky and see the stars, you know, and one of my favorite things was I took my daughter to see that uh, the night the Christmas star happened a couple years ago. Did you guys get to see that? Uh-uh. Um, the Bethlehem been, star? Yeah, it's when that uh, eclipse happened with, uh, I think it's Saturn and Venus, or Saturn and Mars, maybe? Saturn is that when and they gave uh, Trump Jupiter. All that, is that when they gave Trump all that guff because he looked up at the eclipse? No, that, that was then the sun. I'm talking oh. at nighttime. Oh, gotcha. And then, like, but, around that. Uh, like, you see in the, the Christmas movies, the way the... They show like the Christmas star with the points coming off it like that. Yeah. That's the way it looked in no real shit. life. Yeah. When I looked at it through the telescope, it was giving those points off like that. It was really cool. And so like, I think space is dumb, but yeah, I like to look at the stars for sure. Yeah. I've, I've looked at all of them and, uh, but yeah, one thing I have not been able to look up and eyeball with a telescope was a Saturn. I'd want to see that. Yeah, I got springs. my I got my da- daughter like a seventy dollar one, and it's barely good enough to see anything. It's like, yeah, I have to spend a little more money. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of years ago, I had a um, we'll call I had a, a friend in the um, the mob. <clears throat> That's pretty direct. And um, he asked me about you know, hey, you know, oh. I'd done some things for him, and he was like, uh, I want to do something for you. What is there anything that you want that I could get you? This isn't isn't going gay, right? (laughs) And I told him, I was like, "Uh, okay, anything? He's like, yeah, anything. I was like, I would like a uh, $2,000 telescope for 100 bucks. That's a good deal. And um, Free, though. (laughs) Well, I didn't want anything free from the dude. No, oh, yeah. no, being the, the whole start of the story with the mob ties yeah forgot that he was uh real <laughs> shady this is the kind of guy he had uh, it, just about anything he wanted out of the trunk of his car and <laughs> but yeah he kind of looked at me like i was an idiot and i'm like okay you can't do that then you can't do anything for me i'm good i don't need any favors he was he around like with his that. buddies making fun of you. This dude asked me for a telescope. <laughs> but yeah, that was where I was like, anything? He's like, yeah, anything. I'm like, well. <laughs> Let me show you this telescope I want. In there. This isn't going gay, right? <laughs> Man, I was in I was in uh, Breckenridge, Colorado. There's so much money up there. And I seen this house where they had a, uh, whatever they call those rooms where they look at the stars. Yeah, like the the dome, and you could see it opened up, and a tel- they had like a massive telescope. I was like, "Geez, there's so much money up there; it's mind blowing." Fucking rich people. Yeah, I thought I thought that was like the I knew a bunch of people from Columbus, Ohio, that all own homes there. Breckenridge. Yeah, Breckenridge. Yeah, and it's it's like not 
easily accessible either. So it's like you probably fly into Denver and then you got to drive like a hundred miles into the mountains. Yeah. And it's even more expensive than Vail. I feel bad buying too many monsters at once. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What did you say? I said I feel bad buying too many monsters at once. No way. Hoard all the resources you can for yourself. Three for six, man. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Should I do this? Is the wife going to find it? Going to hide it? Going to walk it in? in? My pockets? I've done it. Um, all right, boys. I'm getting to the uh, the end of my rope for tonight. That sounded bad. Sounded like Ooh. suicide. <laughs> when I came um, on and you guys were talking about that Canadian teacher, Gavin put a picture up of, uh, he's like, uh, here in, it was like the mid-90s. He's like, you had Marky Mark and Kate Moss looking all hot on the cover of uh, yeah. uh, CK ad. And uh, he's like, now you got a, a fat black guy tranny with, with fake boobs and a uh, the chick ass, just an obese woman. Is that what that was? A, it was a disgusting, just a disgusting picture. It is, it is nasty. <laughs> just like yeah. the picture of like friggin' uh, what's the word? Uh, mental, mental illness and uh, obesity all combined. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, I know this kind of sounds terrible coming from somebody who's supposed to, you know, uh, pray for these people, which I do. Um, but you know, they're going to fucking, they're going to end up offing themselves. You know? Most trainees do. Well, I I meant through eating the fatties. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> I did know a, uh, a dude <laughs> who got the operation and he did commit suicide. Yeah, dude. I think it's like 40% or something. It's way too high. Oh, and it was like a major alcoholic before also. These people. Oh, one thing I'd like to touch on real quick is oh. the um, uh, Ron DeSantis. Oh, yeah. Sending the, uh, those people over to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Oh, jeez. I've been there. I've never been. No, you're not missing out. Yeah, it's just an island, right? It's just rich people haven. Yeah, I've but been there on Long I've been Island. There in, I've been there in Cape Cod. It's an island, though, right? It's in Cape Cod, I believe, isn't it? Right, but I mean, like, it's a separate, it's like a peninsula or whatever that's separate. Yeah, I think it's on Long Island. Right, so. so look it up. So it's out past ship, New York City. He, uh, he flew, did he fly him or did he bus him in? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a part of Cape Cod. I want to look it up. So, for anybody that doesn't know the story, um, Governor DeSantis of Florida took a, a whole bunch of... How many was it? A whole bunch of... 500, I think. 500. A plane load. And basically, to Martha's Vineyard, where the Obamas and the Clintons and other people live, um, in gated communities, whatever. Rich people. Oh, jeez. And, yeah, and, and it is by Cape Cod. And then Governor Abbott sent a couple busloads to um, New York City uh, in front of, uh, no, it was in D.C., oh, no. but at the Come Naval, right. uh, but in front of uh, Kamala Harris's house. Yeah. 
Yeah. And instead of inviting these people in, like they want you to do in your communities, you normal peons, um, they ended up calling in the National Guard in one place and um, making these people leave. Fucking because they're hypocrites. They want them to be in your cities. They want to rearrange your way of life, but they don't want to do it in their own because they're massive hypocrites. I think Lori Lightfoot uh, declared a state of emergency over it. Yeah, I think a couple of them did. She sent them out. 500 people. All around the surrounding area of Chicago. Out to the burbs. Oh. Well, we lost them. Right when we're going to get off, too. Well, uh, well, here, how about this? You want to plug yourself? Um, no, my. Oh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you can get a hold of me at uh, Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo.com. And you can hear me at uh, Fringe Radio Network.com. Fringe Radio Network. Of course, you can hear me from Anchor and all kinds of other places, but I'm on that network. Yeah, listen, his if you haven't listened to Bentley's podcast, they're more melodic than mine, for sure. Because you just hear me talking. You hear some cool shit when you listen to his. Like you can be stoned and listen to his. And he in his voice, it's it's a lot like now, but it's more, you know, comforting. You feel more comfortable <laughs> listening to his. You feel like you can kind of close your eyes, get stoned, close your eyes, and just drift, drift into knowledge, you know, drift into shit that you didn't know about. I did get a photograph of where, um, Martha's uh, Vineyard. Yeah, there you go. There he is. Yeah, that's why I I had to bounce off so I could send that. It's basically like the bottom of the, like the, the, the entrance to Cape Cod. Like the south part of it. Yeah. That's so funny. That, that horn yeah. there is Cape, Cape Cod. Yeah, that's near Nantucket. That is troll mode a thousand. Yeah, because they would have had to probably get on a uh, ferry. Yeah. Yeah. So, well done. I love ferry it. tickets? Yeah, same here. Oh, man. I think DeSantis is awesome. I, I kind of hope he runs for president over Trump. Yeah. You wouldn't be the only one. I mean, I won't feel bad either way, but yeah. I, I just feel like DeSantis is really smart and friggin' Well, you know, he they're was both a, really smart, uh, but I just feel like DeSantis might be better. He was a JAG officer in the Navy. Yep. And that is a, uh, um, what is that? Uh, just a, um, He's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. In the Navy. And the the kind of lawyer you don't mess with. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a smart fella for certain. But man, you know, they I don't get why they're not combining forces. A fucking well, maybe Trump, they will. Trump DeSantis. Two alpha dogs. Yeah, I guess, but I'll I mean if we're if we're calling it for what it is, man, there's still a lot of people that are are ardent Trump supporters, and I just don't know what that would do. 
You know, I don't know if like I know a lot of people like DeSantis. I'm not saying anything bad about him. I think he's I think he's really good. Um, but man, if they just combine those forces, you know, DeSantis is VP, and then you get sure they're going to years. Four years for Trump and then two terms with DeSantis. And then I heard through the rumor mill that it was going to be uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Gavin Newsom. Oh, there's no chance we win then. (laughs) That's the true power couple there. That is the easiest person to fucking kick out uh, in terms of somebody who who won something. Because how they possibly would. uh, hoist him up now. He's such a ridiculous person. It's like hell. Yeah. And he's done such he's a, a horrible governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't hear that on mainstream TV. Uh, that's that's true. But they they're still I mean, they are hearing some shit about like California not having power. California, you know, a lot of people leaving California. I mean, mainstream does kind of pick and choose some of the terrible shit that they have to report on you know out of california so but well i saw the numbers of people who've moved to florida here recently that has uh registered as democrat and they have been several hundred thousand yeah 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 yep i have this uh sick fantasy where hillary becomes president and it's still awesome because there's like a uh what do they call those reality TV show where it's all about Bill Clinton getting into crazy antics as the ex-president? <laughs> it's always just wasted and doing chicks. Like <laughs> Pelosi's old man. Hillary's all pissed all the time. Bill, will you behave? Oh, come on, Hillary. <laughs> We're not even married. Come on, girl. Well, I was hearing another thing about Chelsea wasn't Bill Clinton's daughter, and they pulled up some other guy that looked just like Chelsea. Webster Hubble, is that his name? I think, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, anybody listening right now, pull that shit up, Jamie. It will blow your fucking mind. She is not Bill Clinton's. And the Obama kids. They've never, I mean, maybe in the early days, but they've never since I've known them, they haven't seen married at all. No No. way would he sleep with her. Well, she's a lesbian. Remember when Al Gore kissed his wife all weird? What? Who? Al Gore and Tipper on stage, and it was like, oh. I don't remember if it was a French or if it was just like a really long lip to lip kiss. It was, <laughs> I didn't remember it, and somebody mentioned it, and it popped up, and I was like, oh, that is a really weird kiss. Why does he like kissing guys? Is that what it is? I don't know. It's like, just it's like they really didn't know weird. how to kiss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they've supposedly married for a long time, and it just looked like maybe one was thinking open mouth, and the other one was. Just a pack, and they just like I don't know. So, I can't, so one can't of them stuck their lips in the other one's mouth. Yeah. One immersed the other one. I don't know if I didn't send it to you guys. I just remember it was very weird. If it came out that Al Gore was the first cyborg, I would not be surprised one bit. Be like, that's why he talks so fucking slow. Makes sense. My dad always called him Igor. I hated that guy. Hated him. He's such a dork. I met him. I forgot about that. That's right. You met Al Gore? Yeah, because I think he's from Tennessee. And when I was down in Tennessee, my mom, before I knew anything about politics, my mom was such a Democrat. She was like, she took me out to meet him. Fucking, did I tell you guys, uh, Bill Clinton touched my mom's belly when I was in it? (laughs) That's the way I just explained it. Sounds so bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's not my father, okay? He put his hand on my mom's belly when she met him in Arkansas when we lived there. And uh, yeah, so I was, I so was you seen got, by you evil. got a Gore and Clinton connection. Fucking yeah. It's weird. It's gross. Probably why I hate him so much. Because I felt evil. I yeah, baby. I wouldn't like any man touching my mom's belly. I can tell you that much right now. Yeah. Well, she told me that later in life. I was like, no, no, that's gross. Anyway, all right, guys, I have to get off here. I'm tired. I'm yawning. I, we will do this again. Let me get off. Woohoo! <laughs> um, DB, you got anything you want to uh, plug? Plug, uh, if you guys want to catch me, I'll be on Warzone. If I uh, kill you, I'll yell, go fuck a goat. <laughs> Oh, we got two wins tonight, dude. First, first, and then third. So not bad. Great. Yeah. But uh, you can find me at, uh, oh, what's what's the date? 917? 916? No, 17. Okay. 17. Um, you can get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. Uh, com is the website. Find me on any social networking platform with the exception of Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And also, um, you need to, you were exploring why you named your email address that in a previous episode and you just kind of like never figured it out. And now I yeah, want to know why. I still forget. Did you, come, you, you had part of it, but you don't remember the rest of it. Yeah. So 1105 is, a, is November 5th. Uh-huh. That's the date of the gunpowder plot. By right. Guy Fox, Me TV. I can't. Was that one of the old uh, Yahoo addresses? Or did it come? Did you have a smart TV? No. It. It. I know it meant something. I've got it in my notes somewhere. I've got a whole thing of notes that I carry around with me in my. I remember uh, the first time I emailed you. I was like, "What the hell kind of email address is this?" Jeez. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Because it all meant something, right? I mean, that's what that's what the book is all about, too. Um, What's this book you're talking about? <laughs> uh, the one that um, I'm ever so close with the voice recording for the first chapter, which is taking me forever. Um, man, that is so close. Oh, I got a few things on your plate. Oh, and how yes. about um, if we could get your listeners to become part of your street team? Why don't you email Alex Jones and recommend that they have John's uh, book on there and make it available or have him on there to talk about it. Dude, thank you. What a nice guy. What a dude. Be yeah, the, if you guys could do that, I'd appreciate it. The, yeah, the Guy Fox Street Team. You you would write, if, if anybody were to do this, which I'd appreciate it if you did, you write... Um, it's writers like W R I T E R S at infowars.com. Writers at infowars.com. Um, that's who I email. I didn't email them tonight. Fuck, I didn't do any promotion today. That's the one thing I didn't do, but usually I do. And um, I send them a lot of emails. <laughs> How do you that? Would they recognize John O. Machado or Guy Fox or I I would weapons.com? So. Yeah, uh, maybe in the subject title. Um, 
say it's for fundraising, uh, the, the weapon or book for fundraising, and then just talk about the weapon. Um, and you can, if you can, if you would put in uh, the weaponbook.com link. I mean, you just write it in as that the weaponbook.com and it'll come up as a link Yeah. Um, or a hyperlink inside. So um, that'll do it. Damn dude. Nice. Very good. Uh, you came up with that idea earlier and I appreciate you for it. Um, all right, boys, I'm tired. So until next time, and this is a late, late night nuggets. So until next time, um, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be a bitch ass liberal. Thanks fellas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>